Have you ever thought your life was so imperfect you were failing? Have you ever thought you would never be able to pick up the pieces and live a normal life? We know most of us always try to live a perfect life, but when life throws you curveballs, just realize you were never created to be perfect, but to live a perfectly imperfect life. These are the stories of life, love, faith, and family, meant to encourage you to never give up and love your story. Hey listeners, it's Kyle and Stephanie, and we are so glad that we are back uh, with this n- another podcast. Tonight we are going to be talking about addiction. And I think, you know, whenever you, you think of the word addiction, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I think usually you think about somebody dependent upon a substance, like a person that's dependent on drugs or alcohol or something like that. Yeah, I I, I, I would say the same thing. Um, we were kind of looking at different, uh, definitions of addiction because obviously it's the internet and you can find all kinds of definitions, but one that I really liked, um, said that addiction is a treatable chronic medical disease involving complex interactions among brain circuits, genetics, the environment, and an individual's life experiences. People with addiction use substances or engage in behaviors that become compulsive and often continue despite harmful consequences. And that's, to me, in my mind, whenever I am thinking, you know, about the addictions and and everything, it's not just, you know, it's not just your brain. It's, you know, like this uh, definition says, it's, you know, the environment, it's that individual's life experiences, you know, all kinds of different things that can make up an addiction or lead someone into a life of addiction. I think that addictions can be, they are so complex and they become so involved very quickly, especially if you allow yourself to go down a hole that you know you shouldn't. But because of the satisfaction you get, it causes you to desire it more and more. And I think that if you think about that, if you're not around a certain kind of person that maybe maybe you struggle with drinking too much alcohol or something, and if you're around a person that that's all they do every day, it's going to be very difficult for you not to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes for anything. If you're around someone, I mean, gosh, I think people could be like, addicted to being negative or addicted to watching TV or addicted to so many different things that you may not think about initially when you hear the word addiction. But if you're trying not to do the things and only the only people you're around are the people that do those things, it's going to be really hard to change your behavior. Yeah. I think too, like if you think of it on a, on a smaller scale, I think we're all addicted to something in, in a certain way, like whether that's, Coke or candy or like you said, TV shows or video games or whatever your addiction is. I think everybody has some sort of addiction. Do you think so? You're looking at me funny. I don't know that I would say that everybody has an addiction. I think that there are things that could control us at times. I think that it depends on 
if you allow yourself to go into an addiction. I'm, I, I think that everyone has been addicted to something at some point. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know that everyone constantly is always addicted to something. I don't know that I agree with that. Well, in today's world, these kids these days, all they are are addicted to their phones. Some adults, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, including myself. Um, So a couple things that we wanted to talk about that we felt were important um, on this topic is, you know, just recognizing it overcoming it and then you know that recovery process and again want to kind of throw out our story um if you haven't listened to it on youtube go back and listen to it it's you know addiction played a a a huge role um in in my downfall and and things that happened in my life and you know like like this definition says it it was my environment and my life experiences that really um, led me down a, a road of addiction. And if you don't want to watch the video on YouTube, you can always listen to the podcast too. Yeah, the audio for the podcast uh, from the YouTube video is is here as well. So go back and listen to that. So. Um, one one question that we had, one of the first questions was, you know, who can become addicted? And I think, like I said a while ago, anybody. Like, I mean, we've all been addicted to something at some point. I mean, we've all been addicted to Facebook at some point. Or we've all been, you know, addicted to something on our phone. I feel like most, the majority of people have. And those that, you know. Probably if you're in our age group or younger, you have been for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Unless you're one of these crazy people that still has a flip phone, which they are out there. They are definitely out there. Um, But, you know, even those people, I'm sure, have probably been addicted to something, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. So if anybody can come, you know, become addicted, then I think it's so easy to become addicted to something and not, if you're, if, you know, I'm, I'm talking for myself here, so addicted or so easy for me to get addicted to something and not realize it, um, until the, you know, kind of the people around me started calling me out for it. Right. I think that kind of leads us into the second question that we had with how can you recognize it? And we found this quote and it really rings true. Addiction is giving up everything for one thing. Recovery is giving up one thing for everything. And pretty much if you're in a spot where you're losing everything, everything in your life is changing because of whatever that one thing is that you're choosing over everything else, then you probably should really look into your heart, look into your your mind, talk to people in your inner circle And kind of try to figure out what is going on that's causing you to desire to give up everything you have for that one thing. So what is a way that, you know, you could recognize if someone is addicted to something or maybe yourself, you're addicted to something. You know, I I know in my case, and I think a lot of people's case, they get caught in their addiction like I did. You know, mine was pornography and Stephanie caught me just, you know, looking at stuff or she would see stuff on my phone. Um, so, you know, what are ways other than, you know, just getting caught? What are some other ways that people can recognize if someone is addicted or if themselves they're addicted? I think that 
if you're close to that other person, that it can be easy to see a change in behavior. That's something that I saw. Um, getting personal here, but if, I guess our podcast is very personal though. <laughs> if Kyle was, if I noticed that he was not desiring to be any kind of intimate with me in any way, then I knew that there was some other outlet going on. And that was a huge, I guess, um, warning sign, red flag. I'm trying to think of the right word to me. And that's when I would ask questions. I would try to look and find out if there was something going on that I needed to be aware about. Because if I'm honest, the person that is addicted to something is going to tell you they're not. Nothing's going on. It's all in your brain. It's all made up. Because that's what happened to me. Um, Until I physically could show him evidence different times. Even if I'd tell him, this is how you treat me whenever you do this, or this is how this happens. It didn't actually make a difference until he knew I knew till he was caught, like he said. And I think that any person that's living in addiction, it just becomes normal daily life for you. Like, I mean, I I know it did for me. I'd, you know, in the moment, I wasn't sitting there thinking, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm wrong. I shouldn't be doing this like in the moment. But like I told you before, like, and I think, you know, I used to like to watch the show, um, intervention, you know, and those type of people. And I think, you know, most people in addiction, once they get away from that high, like, you know, whether you're using drugs and you're, you're searching for that high or you're addicted to pornography and you're searching for that high. Once you come off that, that's when the guilt sets in. And if I, if I'm being honest here, that's when I would know I I felt like I was addicted to something and I didn't feel that until that moment. And in that moment, I felt a lot of guilt. I felt a lot of shame. And so in that moment, but that moment went away pretty quick for me and probably for most people in addiction. And so then you're just searching for your next high. And at least it was for me. I can imagine it's really difficult to notice it more so in yourself. I think you did a good job like explaining how you felt, how you would realize you were wrong whenever you stopped and you came off of that high. But I wonder if that's true for like everyone, if if that's how you would feel if you were addicted to something else, you'd feel guilt or, or shame or, or whatever it might be. I mean, gosh, I know there's been times where I needed a brain break from different things or like at night after working with the kids all day and everything that I just want to play a game on my phone or something. Like, I don't care if anybody's around me. I don't care what's going on right then at that moment. I mean, I guess in a sense, then there are times that I feel guilty about doing that. I don't know. That might be silly, but. (laughs) I don't think it's silly, but it's just, I, I don't, I mean, even now, I, there's still, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I went through counseling after all this, you know, Steph and I did couples counseling, but then I also did, you know, individual counseling by myself, um, with an independent, um, therapist and, 
you know, one thing that he told me was that I have an addictive personality after I kind of just told him about the things I like to do and, you know, the different things I, you know, was addicted to, he, you know, he just told me, it's like, you're always going to have an addictive personality. So you got to find healthy things to be addicted to, whether that's working out or something that will not drive you to, you know, lead to porn and then cheating on your spouse or whatever it is. And so, I mean, even now, like, you know, one of the things that I talked with him about replacing that pornography addiction with was, you know, video games. Cause I grew up playing video games. And I love playing video games, but in that moment I had stopped playing video games for a few years. And so when I introduced that back into my life and still today, <laughs> I play too much. Um, and I know I do. And just going back to that whole guilt thing, like when I'm in the moment and I'm playing video games with all my friends, like I don't think about any of that. You got that high. But then when I get off and it's, 2 a.m. and I'm like, oh my God, I've got to go work tomorrow and I'm tired and I should have spent time with Stephanie and the kids or I should have done this or, you know, the worst parts whenever Carter or Tinley comes in, it's like, daddy, are you going to play video games tonight? Because I really wanted you to do something with me. And I'm in the middle of a video game typically when they come to me with it like that. And so like the guilt, it just, that's when it hits me. But you just don't think about it when you're at that climax and you're, you're in the middle of that high. So how do you think that, what advice do you have for people that are trying to overcome any kind of addiction and trying to focus their energy and their time to other things that are meaningful that actually will be productive in their life and positive instead of behavior that will spiral them into, into a bad place. It sounds cliche, but you just have to ask for help. I mean, it was, it's difficult, like, you know, to admit that you're addicted to anything and depending on what your addiction is, it can be more difficult to admit that, you know, I, I, I've never been addicted to drugs, but if I was, it would, you know, in my mind, it would feel very embarrassing. It was embarrassing to have to tell you I'm addicted to pornography and that's, you know, leading me down a road that's leading me to other things. Um, but I had to ask you for help, you know, and you have to realize that you need help. Like, I I can't tell you how many times I told myself like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to be better, you know, or I would be feeling down in the dumps cause I'd just done something that I shouldn't have. And I just would feel just all this guilt and shame and just, I, you know, how I am, I beat myself up as it is. And so, but I just really would beat myself up over it. Just, you're no good. You're this, you're that, you're, you know, just being so negative and then, okay, well tomorrow I'm done. I'm going to delete this app and I'm going to stop looking at this. I'm going to stop texting this person. I'm going to stop doing this. But then it's just like in the back of your mind that, that feeling of that high starts coming back and how good it felt. And then it just starts creeping back. So you have to realize it wasn't until I realized that I really needed help. And it wasn't until I realized like if I didn't change, I was like real close to losing everything that I'd worked so hard for to have in my life. And I was really close to losing you. And I was really close to losing the kids 
And sometimes it takes a reality of like, you're about to lose everything you've worked for, everything you have, whether you don't have, even if you don't have much, if you're about to lose it all, the weight of that is is pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. So I would just say like, once you recognize that you need help, you've got to ask somebody for help. Somebody, whether, I mean, whether that's us or it's someone that cares for you or, you know, your spouse or best friend, something like that. You've got to realize that you have to have help and you, you will never be able to do it alone. No one, no one person can overcome an addiction. I truly believe that you have to have help from the people that love and care about you. I completely agree with that. So what I'm hearing you say is that the person that's addicted has to make a choice. They have to choose. I'm going to go down this path and have life. or I'm going to go down this path and it's going to be death because what you're saying is that basically death in that sense is, is I could lose everything, everything that I, that I have, it's gone or life. I can choose everything and I can keep working towards those goals and the things that I want and have the things that I love and cherish. Yeah. I think for us, the next thing that we really wanted to focus on was rebuilding. And that's not an easy part. Um, Being really raw, that was hard. And there are still some days that are hard. Um, There are things that happen or triggers that happen and those things can cause you to go back to those dark places, whether that's me going back and reliving things that happened or whether that's Kyle going back to the feelings of, like you said, guilt and shame and feeling all of that all over again, even though there's nothing he's doing at present at the moment. Yeah. And when it comes to recovering from an addiction, there are no more hiding spots. Like we talk a lot about on this podcast about communication and being open and honest. But when it comes from like recovering, you really have to peel back all the layers of insecurities that you've had because I feel like addiction, they can, that's, there's some, something there that's caused you to be insecure about something that's led to an addiction. And you have to peel all of that back, all those layers, and you have to be more open and more honest, even if it means hurting the people around you. You know, I mean, the last thing that I ever wanted to tell Steph was that, yes. I was addicted to pornography and yes, I cheated on you multiple times. I have having to, to be that open and honest with her. And then on top of all that, like once I said it, you know, she had lots of questions and there was no hiding from those questions. It was complete honesty. You had, I, I, I knew if I wasn't honest in that moment about my addiction, that, a, I wouldn't ever fully recover from it, but but B, our relationship wouldn't recover from it. And so when you're in that moment, the 
you just you have to peel back all those layers. You have to be open and you have to be completely honest and be honest with yourself. Like it's not just, you, you know, being honest with those people that you may or may not hurt and the people around you, your family and friends, but it's being honest with yourself. Do you think it was harder to be honest with me or harder to be honest with yourself? It was harder for me to be honest with you because I'd lied so much. And I'd done some pretty terrible things that any married person shouldn't do. So it was harder for me to be honest with you than it was with myself. I knew what I'd done was wrong. I just, I don't know. Chose not to look at the, whether it was right or wrong and just chose to live in that, that feeling, live in mm-hmm. what it gave you instead of what it was taking from you. Yeah. You know, I I think that a lot of people that are addicted to things, their personality in general is pretty addictive. Like, that's, you know, what my therapist had told me was that I just have an addictive personality. I just have to find something healthy to be addicted to. And so, you know, one of the things that I would say as far as recovery is you have to find something healthy to be addicted to, to take that place, to get to get you that, you know, quote unquote high, you know, that, that you want, that you need. Um, you know, some people may disagree with me on that, but that's fine. But I, I, I I truly feel like if you've got that type of a personality where you're just generally addicted to different things, whether it's your phone, um, drugs or sex or just whatever it is, if you're addicted to something, it's good to have that, to be able to have that, to still be able to feel that feeling. I, I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say here, but if you can find something healthy, whether it's, you know, working out, um, just find something that's healthy for you and talk with your spouse or your family or your friends about what they would recommend something that to take that place. And that's, you know, essentially what my therapist had told me is because of your addictive personality, you've got to find something healthy to take the place of what you've been looking for, that addiction, that high that you've been trying to get. You've got to find something, you know, for me, it happens to be video games. I, I, I love playing with my buddies. I love the feeling of, of all that, that you get from, you know, winning and, and, and all that. So, and I don't get any of it. I don't understand it. <laughs> and I've tried. I've tried to get her to play with me. I'm really bad. She is terrible. <laughs> I can race a car though in a game. That's about it. <laughs> on Mario Kart. <laughs> no, no. Like on the PlayStation game that you got. I don't know. It was some kind of car racing game. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's a dragster game or something. A few years ago, you bought it for the kids. And honest, and um, it made our life, live together, a lot better, a lot easier. I think for me, it also brought closure to that season of worrying, and that season of doubting, and that season of so many different emotions that were not positive emotions that were very negative emotions that caused harm not only to me mentally but emotionally I mean even physically like I know it affected me in every single way that you can be affected and so for me 
I feel like whenever that true reconciliation happened and there was a difference, then I was not only able to see it, but I could feel it. And it was a lot more tangible than anything else, especially anything else had been. Mm-hmm. So it's important for you to, you know, reconcile the differences and reconcile your relationship with those people that you have hurt by your addiction. You may not realize that you've hurt people around you, but you have. And it's important to restore those relationships because, you know, there's not a lot of people in this world that you can really rely on, but your family and friends that are closest to you, you know, that those people that you know would have your back no matter what, that love you no matter what, that have loved you through this whole process um, and through this whole um, chapter of your life. You've got to restore and, and reconcile those relationships because those those people, those are the people that you want to be around. You know, those people are going to help you continue your journey through this because it's not like, okay, well, I've gone to counseling and I'm better now. You know, it's a daily thing for me. And I think that anyone that's been truly addicted, just hardcore deep into it, into an addiction like I was or any any person that is, it's it's a daily thing. It's every day you have to make the right decisions. And having those people around you that you can go to and say, hey, I'm struggling today. I'm having these thoughts. Or, hey, I'm struggling today. I'm wanting to do this or I'm wanting that. It's important to have those people around you that you can go to. And once you've, you know, restored those relationships with those people, um, it's going to make you stronger and it's going to make you closer. You know, I've got people that come to me that, you know, hey, I'm struggling with this today. I, You know, they may have been in drugs before in their life and they come back and they're like, hey, I'm struggling with this today. I've done this and this and this. And it's just kind of reminding me of these things or I'm wanting to get high you know, I've got people in my life that come to me, you know, and I help walk them through that. And it's a really cool thing to have those people, those same people that, you know, have struggled and been addicted and they hear, you know, my story and it helps them. It's a really cool feeling for those same people to call you and say, hey, I overcame this and this and this today. Like I was really tempted. Someone tempted me, you know, with this drug or with this. And, you know, a couple months ago, I would have done it in a heartbeat, but I was able to turn it down. And if you're in addiction to be able to do that, it is such an awesome feeling to be able to turn stuff like that down. And, you know, I've got my people that I'm, I go to, to share those same stories or if I'm struggling. So I don't know where I was going with that, but just felt like somebody needed to hear that. But you got to reconcile those relationships with the people around you that truly care and love for you.
So if you guys know anyone that's addicted or you yourself are fine, you find yourself in addiction, reach out to someone, let them know that you recognize that there's an issue and you want that help. We will see y'all next time.